0: Hey, welcome into Monsters vs. Men. This week is a little bit different than our usual week, our usual broadcasting, because we are preparing for the launch of Mar- Monsters vs. Men 2.0. This week and next, you will see a Marvel vs. Men, one of our MVM Plus exclusives over on Patreon.com forward slash Pod. This week, we are covering... Shang-Chi? Is that, did I say it right for the first time, Alex?
1: Yes, we're covering Shang-Chi.
0: Shang-Chi. Um, and next week, we will be covering the Eternals. And then in the new year, we will be releasing our brand new series. So be on the lookout for a trailer for that in the coming weeks. And we'll see you in 2022.
1: Yeah. See you then. Oh, also, real quick, just so you know, um, our episodes over at NVm plus are unedited so you know you may hear the occasional, occasional sniffle you also may hear a eh,
0: you may a hear the extra, occasional dog bark the occasional you know, whimper maybe the occasional I, and at uh, whimper I mean Alex and <laughs>
1: maybe uh, maybe like a small little curse word just like you know you baby's first curse word you know
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah a little more unfiltered than our usual episodes but with that said, good reminder Alex try to stay alive trying to stay alive. Welcome into Monsters vs. Men Plus. This week, Marvel vs. Men. Ooh. I'm Eric. I'm Alex. And I am always excited for a Marvel vs. Men, Alex.
1: Oh man. Me too. And I'm so glad you finally watched this movie. <laughs> it <laughs> took me long enough, right? <laughs> yes. It took you, I think, what, 45, 50 days to watch well, it. It's not it, it don't worry, I'm not. I'm only like very upset. Not like really upset. <laughs> <laughs> it was probably two months, I guess, but yeah.
0: <laughs> Eternals will happen sooner because um, I'm really interested in it. And Spider Man will happen really soon after it's released because I'm, I'm going to try to go to that as soon as I possibly can. Yeah. Um,
1: but before we talk about that, are. let's talk about what people really want to hear about. And right. that's that I saw Clifford, the best Did kaiju you? movie of a decade. Wow. I'm I'm just kidding. (laughs) It's not bad. It's fine. It's It's a kid's movie. It's one of the better live action, but with an animated character. Oh yeah. Movies. Yeah. Since since, there's not um, very many good ones.
0: No. I mean, since, so you're saying this is the best one since Peter Jackson's Kong.
1: Oh yeah, definitely. (laughs) For sure.
0: (laughs) Uh, I like it. I like it. Cool, man. Um, (laughs) Well, yeah. Let's talk about the Spidey trailer, trailer, real quick, because uh, that was just released last night before our Marvel vs. Men for this week. So it gives us the opportunity to quickly discuss it before we get into our Shang Chi review. What do you think? Oh,
1: it's awesome! It's so yeah. good! It's so good. <laughs> does it does it stand severe chances of being overpacked? Yes, but. Is it,
0: is it completely driven by nostalgia right now? Yes.
1: <laughs> is that okay? Yes, I think it is actually. Um, we'll see what it does
0: with it, you know.
1: Yeah, it does. It depends on what it does, you know. It's it, we already know what. How many characters do we know? Bad guys. So we know Doc Ock, Green Goblin, another Green Goblin. It looks like um, Sandman. San, yeah sandman electro lizard and it looks like i'm wondering if venom from spider-man 3 is back mm-hmm. not venom venom i think venom venom will be in from uh i think he'll be in a, a post-credit scene probably mm-hmm. i yeah. don't think he'll be in the main movie
0: yeah
1: if i had to guess um interesting interesting and then we know, it looks like there's going to be three Spider-Men, even though it doesn't really show it. There's a right. scene where he's fighting all three of the big, of uh, Sandman, Electro, and Lizard. And yeah. he's jumping at them. But yeah. Electro and Lizard aren't going towards him. They're going mm-hmm. past him on the mm-hmm. left and right, which tells mm-hmm. me there's two Spider-Man on each There's a Spider-Man on each side and they're yeah. jumping at him at the same time. Dude, yeah. That'll be cool. And yeah. so I've got two theories about the second goblin, too. Okay. All right. So it looks it looks like it's Harry's goblin from Spider-Man 3 mm-hmm. because he's using the little blades um, yeah. instead of, like, pumpkin bombs. Mm-hmm. Um, now, some people think that it's a second costume for Willem Dafoe, which is possible. Yeah. Um, but that would imply that Willem Dafoe is a huge bad guy in the film, which is possible. Yeah. It's definitely yeah. possible. Um, I thought he'd be more of like, a, "Oh, hey, he's here," um, you know, enjoy he his could time be the here. The big bad, but if he is the big bad, yeah. that would be rad, and that would warrant a costume change. But if he is not the big bad, mm-hmm. then it's another character playing that.
0: I don't think it's James Franco.
1: No, no one wants to be around him.
0: No. Uh-huh. Yeah, he, no, he
1: there, there's reasons why. People
0: don't want their I know. People don't want their movies associated with him right now either. So.
1: No. <laughs> yeah, he's done some he's yeah. done some pretty horrible stuff.
0: So, um but yeah, I so what do you think? What do I think about what? Which thing? Well, so if it's not if it's not uh James Franco Well, it's not James Franco, and if it's not Willem Dafoe, then it's um, the guy from The Amazing Spider-Man?
1: From Amazing Spider-Man, yeah. So that's what I think. It'd probably be like the most, I mean, you could recast, or you could keep his face covered the whole time, and then you never have to show it being uh, Franco. That's an easy solution. That's a very easy solution. Um, especially if it's like kind of one note and he's gone or whatever, because we don't know how long some of these characters will be along. I think, I think Electro is going to play a pretty big part in it. You don't bring Jamie (laughs) Foxx on for a small part. I don't think he's going to be a major, but he will be a pretty sizable role. Um, so I think it'll be Dane DeHaan who played Goblin and Amazing Spider-Man 2 recast as James Franco's version.
0: Mm. Uh, Just kind of uh, like a multiverse sort of like,
1: yeah, because these are iterations as far as I can tell. And actually what, what I'm thinking, they're not even quite iterations as much as timelines that we're familiar with, but something different happened. Right. Yeah. And that's all because of this. And so instead of them dying, they're alive. And so because of that, now they look different in certain ways, especially yeah. like electro, You can explain his different look now with him surviving whatever happened in Amazing Spider-Man 2 somehow. And, you know, he just changes. He evolves. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, before we go too long on the trailer, Alex, one thing I did find interesting is I had texted my siblings. We had a little text thread about it. And then you texted me like the exact same thing. And I was like, yeah, I, I just had this thought. The fact that we both thought it was cool that uh, at least it implied in the trailer that Spider-Man Peter Parker was taking on the burden of potentially the mistakes of other Spider-Men and taking on the deaths of these other villains, potentially putting them on himself. We're both like, that's a great element of that character. That really fits Peter Parker as a character. And it's an element that I think often goes ignored in Spider-Man's character, um, just just how he takes on guilt i think a lot and how he just is morally responsible like o- always conscientious of his decision making he's he's a teenager yes but he's a teenager who is grappling with real-world consequences of his actions mm-hmm. uh, which i always find an interesting aspect of of that character
1: yeah because a lot of superheroes like if they're fighting a villain and the villain just kind of happens to die then they're like eh. yeah. You know, oh, that that sucks, but not that big of a deal. But Spider Man feels terrible about it. Yeah,
0: and he internalizes it,
1: and he internalizes (laughs) it. And and to be fair, he usually kind of knows the person in some sort of way, Mm -hmm. um, as well as like some sort. A lot, you know, most of his stories is like a mentor or almost a family type person that turns against him. Um, so a lot of it's flipped on him that way as well, but. Yeah, it's it's all about how he just feels also, a lot more guilt.
0: Yeah, it is it's connected I think a little bit to Peter's idealism um which sometimes comes because Peter is this teenager, you know, mm-hmm. there's like this idealistic view of the world and the way the world's supposed to be whereas sometimes some of your older uh superheroes are just more hardened to the world, you know? Um Yeah. Which is interesting. But I, I do like that aspect. I hope that is a major part of this movie uh, in some capacity.
1: Yeah, I don't know if it will be. I hope it is. And, of course, they're gonna, the others are going to show up to shoulder, so some of the burden as well. But uh, yeah. it's going to be interesting to see how that's resolved. Do they I put am. them back and kill them off? Do they find other ways to solve the problem that possibly creates more problems? um because you know doctor strange's next movie is multiverse of madness so yeah. things are going to get even crazier uh he's my guess <laughs> well, doctor is doctor
0: strange seems like he plays a huge role in this one so. huge
1: like we knew it was big from the first trailer but, but like he, i thought he might role. i thought he might disappear like partway through the movie no, he's he, the
0: new tony stark to peter
1: he's going to be a new <laughs> tony stark to peter for this phase of movies for sure
0: <laughs> That's what it seems like so interesting. Interesting to say the least, but I think we should move into Shang Chi, Alex. Okay, fine. <laughs> uh, do you want to do our introduct? I'll I'll attempt our our Marvel vs. Men are always off the cuff. It's we we don't like have any sort of. It is more casual, but sometimes that there results in a better review.
1: <laughs> I, I, I do think that they turn out pretty well.
0: Sometimes, sometimes they're okay. Yeah, uh,
1: sometimes they're okay.
0: <laughs> ringing endorsement. That's yeah. going to be our tagline.
1: Sometimes <laughs> when we
0: revamp our re- when we revamp our series, Alex.
1: Yes. Sometimes we're okay. Is,
0: sometimes we're okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, phase four of the Marvel Cinematic Universe continues after Black Widow with Shang Chi. Legend of the Ten Rings. Is that what it's called? Yeah. <laughs> Legend of the Ten Rings. Does the Marvel franchise, does their new direction uh, with a less familiar story go in a route that intrigues audiences? Or is this plot becoming staler to audiences that are already know what's, what to expect from the Marvel Cinematic Universe? What do you think, Alex? Mm. I think this is kind of
1: what Marvel needed without going too far outside the box. Um, and I'm not going to say it's quite the which I, I don't know if I really felt that revitalization that a lot of people did with Black Panther. Um, but Shang Chi was a nice surprise Shang-Chi. for me. Shang Chi, yeah, yeah, Shang Chi. Um, it was a nice. Uh, Return to form for me because Black Widow, um, while enjoyable, was kind of what we it we already knew like she wasn't gonna die. We 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 know all that, we know that that's probably not gonna happen with these characters. But what I did like was my biggest concern going into this was can Marvel do fight choreography? I know they can with CG, right? We know we know they can do these big epic battles with. Um, using wires and CG and all of this stuff, we know they can do that. But can they do good American-made martial arts choreography? Mm. The answer is yes, they can. Mm. Because while I do think that the movie starts off with a slow pace, that little story and then the love story at the beginning of the film slows it down too much. Um, quite frankly, I was not even enjoying the movie. Until uh, right before the bus scene. It's actually like when he goes and eats with his friend at his home, or his friend comes over to his home. Uh, what was her name?
0: I don't remember. Oh, I'm blank. Aquafina. Uh, I just call her Aquafina. Uh, right uh, fr- well, we she, she had name. two names because, uh, you know, they mentioned that fact about she had like her Chinese name and then the name that she went by in uh, America when Shang-Chi's father asked ask her what's what's her real name um yes
1: um she plays katie
0: she's katie Katie. yeah yeah (laughs) i was like something very american
1: yeah so she goes by uh yeah so katie when they're hanging out in there and they're talking to his family that's kind of when i actually started to like the movie like there are some elements there there's some interesting small little bits of like he's wearing like little character small character moments to show like where Shang-Chi is. Like, instead of wearing like um wireless headphones, he always has headphones that plug into his phone. Um and so there's like these little small details about like how he carries himself and his even his income level and these types of things that I really appreciated. But then it was the bus scene that really stood out because that fight scene is awesome.
0: It is. Yeah, no, that is a standout scene, um, 100%. That is where the movie really picked up for me. I'm with you, like, actually, with the, uh, the small character interactions between uh, Katie and Shang-Chi are probably m- my favorite part of the film. I, I, I really like their dynamic. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. And it is interesting that he's chosen this lifestyle. You know, it's kind of this opposite sort of lifestyle, very humble and quiet you know and he's like i'm okay with this and i mean it's fine you know but it is interesting that he just chooses this um and that's kind of like the premise of the movie (laughs) you know is them choosing it and the way that it's framed you you gotta like the the way that it comes back at the end with the dinner scene with their friends that was pretty awesome i love um (laughs) a great way to come full circle but you're right the it's not just the choreography in that bus scene it's, it's great choreography mm-hmm. um, It's also the music in that moment It's um, so it's good, so good. I, that, I loved it I love I love when a movie can pull that off and do it really well and this movie pulls that off and does it really well Yeah that, that um, track
1: is called uh, Run it and it's yeah. actually it has like lyrics and it's a it's actually a rap song and um, it's dope. And the way that, <laughs> but the way they use it in this is just, it's like you said, the music in this movie is my favorite in a Marvel movie. Oh, like, really? yeah. Wow. Yeah. I, I think it's, I think it's implemented so well. Yeah. Um. But that scene in particular, and then the scene with the scaffold fighting. Oh, those are the
0: two best. Scenes. It's
1: done so well. And I, Yeah. that, Unfortunately, talking about how great those scenes are speaks a little uh, I can't quite talk about the finals the third act quite as favorably um, yeah. but I wish we had stayed in the city settings oh, rather than have gone to um, uh, another Wakanda
0: <laughs> well I told you this Alex before I had seen the movie whenever it had first we saw some trailers of it I was like I, I like the Black Panther stuff that is in the city, me um, too, me mostly. Too. And I said the same thing about this film. It's like, I hope we get a lot of that, like urban sort of 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 fighting, where you know it's, it's bringing that outside culture into this urban environment and making this urban environment more like that home culture, you know. Um, but we don't do that, and I think that's where the film kind of takes a downward turn for me. Mm-hmm. There's something maybe for me. I was thinking about this because I I am not the biggest fan of the Doctor Strange movie, actually.
1: Oh and and I love, I love and that one. But yeah.
0: I'm revealing I'm revealing my cards here, but I'm I'm not a huge fan of this one. Uh not really. What? No, I'm not, I'm not no I'm not a huge fan of it. I, I think there's some standout scenes. Like I think the the bus scene is standout. I think the scaffold scene is a standout. I think those interactions between Shang-Chi and Katie are standouts. I think the overall arc of the movie feels very similar to most of our other uh, arcs that we have seen. Um, It it just doesn't stand. You you know what's going to happen. You know that the father is going to have to die in in a way. He'll get redemption, but he's going to have to die at the end. You know he's not going to listen to anybody. It's just very. It feels very predictable. And, see, and
1: I was surprised thing, to see that yeah. his dad had, um, actually like a decent motive for wanting to go there.
0: Well, I was I loved, surprised. I actually by thought that. that part was great. So I actually, I actually thought that part was really well done. I felt for the father. I had sympathy exactly. for the father.
1: I did. It turned him I, on a dime. Like it's someone yeah. you don't feel for, and then immediately you're like, oh wow, like he has like noble intentions but then you know like his family means more to him than anything mm-hmm. and then you find out like you know he's still pretty bad
0: but oh i, f- <laughs> I felt for him i i really did i felt for him. I, f- I feel for lots of these i i i have most of these villains in these marvel films are sympathetic characters at, to return to that trope alex yeah that we've talked about and i think this one's no different i think uh he's a sympathetic character for sure. I mean, who can't relate to that sense of loss and that profound sense of grief and wanting to just recapture that final moment, um, or just recapture a moment with the person that you love. I think that's very relatable. Um, and so I think his motives for going there are good. I think whenever he's like, we're going to burn it down if they don't do it, we ask, that's not so good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) But, the other part is kind of what you were saying is once we go to this new Wakanda type of environment, I just felt like the film lost something. Yeah. Um, and to go back to the reason I bring uh doctor strange back up is I feel like the Marvel cinematic universe has created these rules and they've, they've kind of set in motion kind of like that's, you know, the style of fantasy and sci-fi combination that they have. And then, I don't know. The movie, Dr. Strange felt like it broke those rules a little bit for me. And then this film felt like it did the same. Now, of course, crazy things happen in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. (laughs) Crazy things happen. So I'm not against this fantasy element. I like fantasy films more than sci-fi films for the most part. Like I like fantasy. But for me, MCU feels more sci-fi than fantasy. And Doctor Strange and this film have leaned more into the fantasy element than the sci-fi element, and I've had a tough time grasping onto those threads. Mm. See,
1: I I really like Doctor Strange. And I like its fantasy, but this film's fantasy, I'm not really on board for. Um, also, in for the most part, it's not a, it's not a hard rule for me, but for the for the most part, I don't really like wire fighting. So whenever I see the, you know the, the um, crouching tiger fighting style, I'm not a huge fan. Which it's kind of funny I say that because Fearless is one of my all time favorite movies, and it does have that, but I think it uses it to better effect, Um, and it's not as crazy as something like Crouching Tiger or something like that. Um, So I'm not a big fan of those styles. But also, I'm like you. I liked I like the urban setting um, and I'm not even talking about I don't really want a Spider-Man urban setting because his is so elevated because he's swinging through the city. He can move at a faster pace. It's not quite the same as when Black Panther or um, Shang-Chi navigates the city, right? They have to do it on a on a level like we do which makes it more interesting and different from everything else. So when we see them fighting on the edge of a building, they could fall off, whereas Spider-Man, he falls off, he just swings back, right? And so that's really fun and exciting. You know, seeing someone fight on a bus is awesome in this because it it actually holds some sort of danger. Um, But to have that removed and to go to this mystical place uh, hurts the film. But honestly, even the mystical how loud didn't really hurt for me until, um, really it didn't hurt until we decided to have big demon monster come fight a dragon. Um, while I love the design of it, like I thought it was really cool looking and I thought the dragon was cool looking. That whole thing, it just didn't feel necessary. Like we should have found a way to kill the dad over there and ended the movie or found another way out because we did not need these monster things in this movie. We could have teased it. We could have had a few of them break loose, but we did not need this final nonsense I mean, battle. Isn't,
0: isn't the damage isn't the damage the father has done enough? Like, you know, like it, like isn't this damage enough? <laughs> but mm-hmm. we feel like we have to take it to the next level. Um Yeah. Like, we we didn't need the rings. Maybe the rings corrupted him enough that he just is hearing things that aren't there. Like, we didn't need a monster battle. As much as we might like it being Marvel versus Men, we didn't need a monster battle in this movie. It, it, It felt forced and well that forced mm-hmm.
1: it just felt no it felt place. it felt forced it was yeah. uh, it did not feel necessary when i was watching it
0: i was like but it's like you could take that would also help shorten the film you know 15 minutes which, which i think would help probably wouldn't need it would yeah. also like if you want to fill in a little bit well fill in with something more emotional with the the father character right yeah. um i'm okay with that i'm more i'm more on board with these these conversations that between father and son rather than this, this monster battle then we, that we don't need.
1: Yeah. And honestly, I don't, I don't think Shang-Chi really needs rings to be quite, quite frank. Yeah. Um, I don't, the rings are fine. Actually, I think they worked a lot better in the film than I thought they would, mm. but I'm not a, I'm not a huge fan of them to be perfectly honest, but the movie did sell me on them a lot more than I anticipated. Isn't that going to um, be a
0: major part of his powers? Really, like without that, he's just what really just, good at.
1: Yeah, at he's like he's like Black arts. Widow. Yeah, yeah, he's like Black Widow, which Black Widow's been pl- plenty effective, except for he can get around even better than Black Widow. Yeah. Of course, he, he won't Widow have the
0: tools, but has has yeah. You are right. I mean, essentially, you are right. I
1: mean, yeah, Black Widow. I mean, Hawkeye's got a bow and have arrow, this but
0: specialized training. Um,
1: yeah. yeah yeah well right. and and it's fine that he has the rings. I like them um all right, I think they worked pretty well. I liked it that you can jump with them, you know mm-hmm. <laughs> I thought that was pretty cool, so I think the rings will be fine, but my concern going into the movie was like the mystical stuff, and that actually ended up being a pretty found like a pretty solid concern because in the trailers, every moment I liked was in the city yeah and Every moment I liked in this film was in the scene. Now, you know, we haven't we've we haven't even talked about what is you probably one of your least favorite parts and one of my favorite parts.
0: Which is Trevor Slattery. Trevor Slattery? Oh you mean um
1: Ben Kingsley? You mean uh The Man the, 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 the Yeah the yeah. Mandarin from Mandarin. Iron yeah. Man Three. Yeah, Dude, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was dying. <laughs> laughing at his character i was so glad he was back and I, I dude i was laughing so much between him and morris i think the thing's name is right uh-huh him and uh-huh. Mor- dude name name a better duo you know <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, i did love that he was a liverpool fan and have a, had a liverpool scarf in his little uh Hide out there. I uh, thought that, that was a great touch. Uh, when, he, when,
1: he, when he was talking about Planet of the Apes, and oh
0: yeah, oh that <laughs> what, is a funny that is a funny part. It's
1: so good, it's so good. Like I would watch it, uh, I would watch a Trevor movie, like Trevor and
0: Morris, like the dynamic duo. Um, uh, <laughs> I'd watch that. Man, that but that is. Dude, <laughs> no, he's funny. He's funny. There's a couple of there are a couple moments where you're like. Do we really need the humor right here? But the introduction of him is gener- <laughs> is is fine. He's kind of a he, he's a little bit of a plot convenience when he's introduced, right? Um, as he helps them escape the, the compound, so he's he's kind of a plot convenience as he's introduced. But I did think we needed something there to kind of lighten the tone, and and he was that person. I I think Katie was good at lightening the tone too, but. He was, he was in addition to that.
1: Yeah, and Katie is a great presence um, in the film. Like, she's really cool. And what's re- what I really like about her is that something I didn't really realize about Aquafina just in general is that she carries herself like a 90-year-old uh, white man. And <laughs> said, it's, yeah. it, it's part of her charm and just how she presents herself. Mm-hmm. And it's just so funny. But I was like, she walks like a very old man. Um <laughs> and I I really like that about her character, even though I think it might be just how she carries herself in general. Um <laughs> funny. but there's you know, Eric, I wanna I do wanna know,
0: like what what do you think about all the flashbacks? Are there
1: too many of them?
0: I I'm okay with the flashbacks. It didn't bother me at the time.
1: To oh be honest gosh. with
0: you, uh, you're not a big flashback guy. I like flashbacks, but there's too many. We could yeah,
1: we could have consolidated these, I agree. and we could have minimized them a little bit, and because they 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 hit at most of the time, most of them hit at the wrong time, and they slow down the film too much.
0: I'm not going to disagree. With, I'm not going to disagree with that. Um,
1: I I like I what do. they contain. Yeah. Right. But. Flashbacks in general
0: can be problematic. I didn't think about it in this film, to be honest, so it didn't bother me too much. But flashbacks can be problematic when you're relying on them to do your storytelling completely. Mm -hmm. right? Um, Or when you are asking a flashback to do something that you could do in present day, just do it in present day. Right. right? Right. And keep us with that character. With that said... I, I think you're right. That some of them could have been consolidated. We could have combined a couple of them. Um, but again, I I, I wasn't too bothered. That that wasn't my biggest gripe. Um, I I, th- I thought it was interesting to see who Shang Chi was because honestly, I was completely unfamiliar with the character.
1: Yeah, he's a very really cool character. He's not really mystical in the comics. Um, I think yeah. they actually gave him powers within the last year or two. Oh, really? Um, but he's never, he didn't used to have powers. Um, hmm. honestly, he's more of a, for me, he's probably more of a, uh, knockoff iron fist who is mystical, um, in some ways, but he's also mostly street level, but hmm. Shang-Chi is like, I mean, he's kind of street level, but he's also more of like international. Like he just kind of pops up. He's like not even B tier. He's like C tier, maybe even D tier. Uh, superhero, so I think it's cool that they like committed to getting lesser known characters like him and Eternals are probably like C tier, probably. Yeah, yeah. but uh, well, so I like I that mean, they're bringing these lesser knowns up.
0: It sounds like Shang Chi's character will be in it more moving forward. Obviously,
1: so. I hope so, and I hope Katie's in it too because she's she's oh, a really great foil to him. But I do like how much. So one of my complaints about a movie like um, like Black Panther, I actually, I think T'Challa has more character in Civil War than he does in Black Panther. I feel like everybody else gets character moments compared to him. Um, his only character moment, I feel like, comes at the very beginning where he I think he flirts with somebody um, or he says something mm-hmm. that's almost flirty. And then his character, oh. that's kind of where his my hit. So my, you're
0: talking about more of like, not, not necessarily his character, but his like humanity, like these small moments that like make him relatable.
1: Yeah, yeah. And, and, and he has a lot of those moments in Civil War, like a lot for how little mm-hmm. he's in the movie. Mm-hmm. And then he has less than what he had in Civil War in his own movie. Here, we get a lot. I like Shang-Chi because of how he plays off Katie. Because it shows that he's like super lighthearted. He's a really funny guy. Like, he's quick witty. He's got a quick wit. Like, and they're like, he's very caring. Hmm. And they develop his character pretty quickly. But his bouncing off of Katie is what makes both of them so wonderful the way they play off of each other. Like, it feels like they are a duo.
0: Yes, 100%. That's why I said, like, those scenes are some of the best scenes in the movie. I, I don't think there's as much, unfortunately for me, I didn't think there was as much character development outside of those scenes um, as I would have liked to have seen, beyond mm. flashbacks. Like flashbacks, though, aren't necessarily character development as much as just plot development exactly. in this case, right? It's telling us more about why things are the way that they are in the present. They're not really developing this character. So, I. I don't know. I I didn't see, there wasn't an an arc to his character where I was like, all right, here's what he was like at the beginning. Here's what he's like at the end. Not that there has to be that grand arc and this grand shift or this grand change at all. um, But there wasn't really that for me um, Mm -hmm. here. Eh, I don't know. Again, I felt like the, the conflict between him and his father just, it didn't hit home for me as much as I wanted it to. Uh-huh. I, I generally like father-son stories. <laughs> um, but this one, it just didn't hit home for me as much as I wanted it to.
1: Hmm. Yeah, I, I actually, I bought into that story, so that's interesting. One thing that did surprise me um, before he started talking about it and then I saw where it was going to go was that he actually did kill the person he was sent after um, before he went on the run. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. I, did, I did like that. No, once he started talking about it, I was like, "Oh, he totally killed that guy." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I didn't realize, like, you know, maybe he. had, I guess he just ran away. But I thought that was yeah. pretty cool. Um, but yeah, I mean, we I'm haven't okay. even talked I'm about okay with
0: the. Yeah, go ahead.
1: I was gonna I'm say okay. we haven't even talked about the.
0: Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I was just gonna say I'm okay with the father some like plot in general. I mean that. I mean. Yeah, like, but if you didn't feels feel hard. anything, that, then you that didn't feels, feel it. That feels pretty MCU at this point. Oh, right? yeah. It's a statement. And it's like that's like a major through line, I think, in the MCU. And so I'm not like opposed to that. Like that that's a that's a big part of, of the series. It just didn't feel as unique. I don't think it added anything to the conversation. Right? there wasn't any like twists or turns to add to this through line. It was just another piece to Add on to the through line. Um But yeah, what, what was the other thing you were going to say?
1: You know, we, I was going to say, like, we haven't talked about a, a two pretty big parts of the movie. And that was the Fight Club and the sister
0: mm-hmm. who manages mm-hmm.
1: the Fight Club. First off, everything about the Fight Club I loved. Mm-hmm. I like from the moment they get on the elevator all the way to when they, they meet their host. I guess the guy that yeah. <laughs> walks them out. He's so awesome and funny. He was great. I really liked him. Um, and then, you know, you just see everyone fighting. You get all these little Easter eggs uh, from different movies in these little cage matches. Like you even get like an Iron Man 3 Easter egg with the uh, extremists. Oh, yeah. um, and then you get, I think you see a couple other ones as well. And then you get an Easter egg that you would never have thought. I mean, if you saw the trailer, you would have thought. But you see Abomination back and he's fighting Uh, Wong, which (laughs) looks awesome. And you get you just get the briefest tease of what is quite possibly a huge reveal and that is Wong is training Abomination to fight. Which tells me Wong is leading or at least training some sort of team Mm -hmm. that we haven't been introduced yet to. I like that. And if I had to guess, it's going to be a team similar to a, not quite as like heavy handed maybe, but like as a suicide squad there, there's, there's villain teams like named like the Thunderbolts where it's just villains or like reformed villains um, that are do things on behalf of like, I don't know, the government or some sort of entity. And I'm wondering if that's what we're developing because in the Spider-Man trailer, we see Wong leave, and he mm. goes somewhere. Is he gonna? Is Wong a centerpiece for something far bigger that we haven't seen yet?
0: Might be, might be. Um, I mean, you also do have that other team being created that we talked about in Black.
1: Right, World. right. It's like a Dark Avengers team. Yeah,
0: yeah. So some some teams potentially. Uh, happening here, maybe a new Civil War movie in the in the future. This <laughs>
1: mm. gonna be inter- it's gonna be interesting. We've got some weird things building up that I I, I don't know where they're going.
0: <laughs> well, let's talk about our coolest character award. Well, let's talk about our awards in general and kind of go through these, see if anything stands out uh, to you, Alex. Coolest character award. What do you think about that one?
1: I have to give it to Shang Chi. Do you see that buzz fight? Oh, that thing's awesome. And Eric, if you watch the special effects for that scene, the things that he actually did in that are awesome. There's a moment where he, where in the fight, where he flips into the, um, through the doors, or through a window, oh, yeah. and lands in the, he flips through the window and lands, I think in the bus driver's seat, if I remember right. And he actually did that. That's cool. <laughs> and like, there's some really cool stuff going on in that scene. God, we just needed more of that. We really yeah, we did. Did. We <laughs> did.
0: That was cool. That was really cool.
1: It gets um, Razor
0: Fist. <laughs> do I? It gets Razor Fist. Is Razor Fist the guy with the sword? <laughs> the sword for an arm, yeah. Well, I actually like ended up liking him. Maybe I I'll too. go with him. Maybe I'll go with him <laughs> as my coolest character award. <laughs> just because... Uh, You know, he has that moment where uh, he's like, "We're never going to join teams," and then they're attacked by like the the demon soul thing, (laughs) and he's like, "All right, we're going to work together." (laughs) Uh, He's He's open to
1: changing his mind.
0: Yeah, yeah, (laughs) (laughs) open minded, really open minded. (laughs) He's. I'll I'll choose. I'll choose him. Um, But yeah, I mean, there were some pretty cool characters here. Uh, There was Mm -hmm. that. There was the interesting masked uh, villain that does get killed by the oh, soul right before I was that so moment.
1: disappointed. Death Dealer. Yeah, he gets killed yeah. so fast. Yeah. I like, was curious I, I get, about that character. I get that it's funny, but he had so much potential, I felt like, and it just kind of like evaporated.
0: Yeah. yeah. For sure. For sure. You know, uh, what about Most Memorable Line Award?
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, and I just want to say one thing about Death Dealer. Like, he had the not quite that much potential, but he had like the potential to be like that kind of character. That's maybe like a Darth Maul, you know, where there's not really any character to that character, but people like him because he looks cool. Right. Mm -hmm. He had the potential to be something like that. And it just didn't come to fruition. Unfortunately.
0: No.
1: Um, but what was the next award?
0: Most memorable line. Most memorable line. You have anything that stands out?
1: Yeah, so I had to, I had to, I had to look it up. Uh, <laughs> it's a Trevor Slattery, who is probably the coolest character. I should have gone with him. Um, and it's, it, it was a long, it was a long one, but I'm going to go with it. He says, "Well, some time ago, I was offered the role of a terrorist. I know facile trite. I couldn't agree more. But times were lean. You know what I mean." Anyway, the producer told me he worked for the BBC, but (laughs) ironic twist, it turns out he in fact was a terrorist and I wasn't playing a character at all but I now recognize to be a rather unflattering portrait of your father. Well, all got our just desserts. The producer got blown up by Iron Man and I served time in federal prison, which turned out to be the best thing for me. (laughs) (laughs) It's like...
0: That is a funny line.
1: He just has the most absurd backstory of like any character here.
0: That is a good piece of writing right
1: there. He went from thinking he was acting in the BBC to being a terrorist.
0: An ironic plot twist. I was a terrorist. (laughs) Uh, That is good. That's good. My most memorable line was the one that made me laugh the most. And it was when uh, Katie's character aquafina when she is talking about name changes and giving shang chi a hard time about changing his name from shang to shant <laughs> and she's like and my, my favorite one was it's like your name is gina and you change your name to jina <laughs> so it just felt like she was riffing at that point uh, yeah. and it just felt really funny so I, I like that, that was, that was good
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah uh, she, she was great, she really was she was good Uh, what about Can't <laughs> Believe That Acting Award
1: you know, part of me wants to give it to Aquafina Aw- because of how great of a job she does uh-huh. but I want to go back to the will Trevor Slattery <laughs> 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 no, but really, if, if I had to pick a good actor or actress, I might actually go with their mom. Okay. She has very little to do in the movie, but I think she actually efficiently conveys plenty of emotion just with facial expressions, mm-hmm. so I'll give her some props.
0: That's good. Yeah. You know, I actually didn't mind the scene at the beginning between the father and and the mother when they meet. Mm-hmm. Um, and they kind of have like this sort of dance, right?
1: Yeah, like I didn't mind dance. that little part. Yeah,
0: yeah, it's kind of cool. Um, but I- I'll go with, I huh, can't believe the acting award. Um, yeah, I- I'll go with uh, the sister, I think, actually. I, I, what what's okay. her name? I'm trying to I'm uh, trying to uh,
1: uh her name is I just had it pulled up.
0: Um Is her is her name uh in the movie? What's her what's her name in the movie?
1: Uh uh Oh gosh. Uh Ziling? Ziling? No. Zo Ziling.
0: Zuling. Zuling? Yeah, so Menger Zhang, maybe Zhang, maybe. Um I thought yeah. that she was really good um, because she – she it again, that's another role. We've talked about this before where you could overact that role and, and overact that anger that she felt towards her brother. But mm-hmm. I think she conveys the anger while still conveying a level of care. So you kind of have the same issue, though, that we talked about in Black Widow where – these two long lost siblings are just reunited and then they're trying to kill each other again. Um, Yeah. (laughs) You know, which is like, all right, well again, this plot point. We've kind of seen this plot point before. You kind of know what's, what's to expect. The plot twist that she didn't invite them there was good. Um, Mm -hmm. Which we didn't talk about that, but I I like that, that it was actually uh, a setup to get him there the whole time. Um, That was cool.
1: Yeah, and I I like her fight scene also on the scaffolding when she does jump in and she does save Katie. Yeah. Um, And I also like that she is the new Mandarin. Right. You know, she's the new leader of the Ten Rings, which I really liked.
0: That was cool. That was really cool at the end. Um, What about, let's combine these two together. I I put these two at the end. Cool, or standout effect and... Uh, Oh, that's a good shot award. They might kind of go hand in hand in this one. So, what would you say? If do you have two of them or one of them? What stands? I got one of
1: them. There, there's a uh, there's a tracking shot. It's not tracking. Yeah, yeah, it's tracking. There's a tracking shot uh, during the bus fight scene where he's on the right side. They're all on the left side, and it's showing him fighting them uh, without like veering into the bus. You just see him fighting all of them from the outside of it, and it's. Dude, it's so awesome. It's just yeah. so awesome.
0: <laughs> it really is. That really is.
1: And with that music, that da uh, whatever. Yeah. It's so good. It's so good, <laughs> dude. It's so good. I I've listened to that soundtrack so many times.
0: That's awesome. No, the that would have been probably my standout effect or something to do with that bus scene, for sure. My my the shot award, or maybe that would have been Oh, that's a good shot award because there were some really cool shots there, um, slash effects there. But I also like that moment with the water um, when, like, um, what's what's the exact same thing that happens that provokes it, where the water slows down.
1: um, You mean where where he's like he's underneath the? the, Oh, you're talking about when he puts the two uh, necklaces in there
0: into place. Yeah, Yeah, that's Mm -hmm. cool. It was cool. It was really cool. Not that we haven't seen anything like that before. We have, uh, but it was really well done. It looked really nice, uh, and definitely stood out to me. So, yeah, man, there were our awards, cool. but now I'm curious, I'm curious for you. Where, where's this rate? Where's this rank for you in the MCU and what's your rating that you give it?
1: You know, the MCU is that thing as you know, I, I am, I am pretty biased with it. Um, but the MCU is a thing where every time I look at my list, I'm shocked at how low I have to put something, right? Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, wow. like I like this, 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 this. <laughs> it turns out I like 20 more movies than this one, and I love this one, right? Yeah. Um, and that's kind of how this one goes. It's really the third act and the flashbacks that hurt it for me. Um, everything else I really love. And honestly, I liked it even more on the second viewing. And the slow uh, beginning,
0: you said, right?
1: Yeah, and it's got the slow beginning too. So this does have a few more issues in it for me in terms of just like kind of its overall pacing than most of the Marvel movies do. Uh, Normally pacing is not an issue. And I'm trying to think of one that I have a problem, like a pretty any serious issue with. Um, But other than that, like I'm so glad to see martial arts in the MCU uh, to this degree. Like I know we get it with Black Widow a little bit, but. This is different. Like, mm-hmm. this is legit choreography, and I am a huge Kung Fu fan. I've, we've mentioned here before that uh, one of my original ideas for the podcast was uh, Kaiju and Kung Fu, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which that is just silly, but I, uh, <laughs> I, I still really like it. I want to put it, it's probably lower tier, um, but actually, yeah, it's probably lower tier, but... Um, I would say probably top top fifteen of the MCU. It'd be but it it'd be mid tier. It's probably <laughs> that's
0: mid tier at that is point. Is it
1: how many are there? There's twenty five, twenty-four? Uh-huh. I don't know how many 26, there are anymore.
0: Including it, Eternals. Films it'd probably be twenty six. Yeah. It'd probably be
1: it'd probably be in the top fifteen, I guess. So mid tier. It'd be mid tier.
0: Yeah. All right. What about you? I, so I I rated it the same as I rated Black Widow, which was a 3 out of 5, but actually fell below Black Widow for me. Um, so it it is at 21 in my list, which is pretty wow. low. I didn't feel like I disliked it that much. I gave it a 3 out of 5 is what I would give it. What would you give it by the way?
1: Uh man, that's really tough for me cuz like I kind of want to say 3.5 out of Five because of the pacing issues, but I have I do enjoy some of it more than like a lot of moments and almost a a lot of the MCU. Again, that bus scene and the scaffolding fight scene are just awesome, they're so good. And again, I'm a huge Kung Fu fan, so seeing that stuff and done well. I could not believe how well he did it. I didn't think they would do it right, to be perfectly yeah. honest. I yeah. thought there would be lots of cuts. I thought there would be a lot of blurry, shaky camera hiding how bad our actor is at fighting. And it's not there.
0: No. Um, I, yeah, and so that's where I would say is a strength. Is I, I liked those urban action scenes a whole lot. Like They're standout action scenes for the MCU. I just thought the plot um and the hero story of Shang-Chi wasn't super original it's nothing that i'm going to like remember or it doesn't have an emotion it doesn't have an emotional impact with me unfortunately um which is just maybe may just be me <laughs> personally but that that's why it was ranked so low again the mystical <laughs> elements didn't work for me as well uh no. they don't work for me as well so far in the MCU, um, it's just that the, whenever we go to that other world, it feels like we're entering a world that shouldn't exist in this universe. Um, oh, like, really? I, I just I'm like, I, especially when the dragons and the beast are introduced, you're like, huh? I don't. It's just too
1: how... quick. It's just too quick.
0: Yeah, Honestly. but I mean, with that said, with all my criticisms, it's it's only a it's still a 3 out of 5 which is not bad it, it means it's good uh yeah it still means it's good i i liked it overall um 3 out of 5 not bad but it is lower on my list for mcu i'm
1: looking at i'm looking up my list right now that's what i'm doing um just oh, nice. to, to see where a uh i forgot how much i just dislo- i forgot that movie even existed um <laughs> Captain Marvel, that's um, <laughs> what I was looking at. Um, that was low on my list too. That's number
0: twenty-three.
1: Golly, I have some great movies at sixteen. <laughs> Holy moly! Um, even Thor Ragnarok is golly. So this is probably, um, golly, yeah. This is bottom tier. So this would probably be like number nineteen for me. Maybe not number twenty. But but it's probably honest, at
0: least, it's probably a four out of five stars for you, right? Like like I mean
1: it, I mean in honestly. I saw it three
0: times in the theater. I, I, I yeah. Yeah, I did.
1: <laughs> and I, I really but liked that's it. Okay. I saw it. Three.
0: I mean, that's okay. I mean it's not I, a bad I, thing.
1: Oh golly. Yeah, <laughs> it might be a four out of five. If it's in if it's in golly, I have so many nines. <laughs> Oh, uh it's all good yeah well, so yeah it's probably it probably is a four out of five for me you know i do have probably more issues with this one than i do with most of them
0: yeah um, well, i'm very yeah. curious alex to hear your thoughts on the eternals which is <gasps> the m- most negatively reviewed mcu film ever which
1: i'm gonna go ahead and tell you eric it doesn't deserve it
0: well Yeah. We'll see. We will see. I'm looking forward to seeing it and, um, experiencing it. I, yeah, it's, it's interesting to me to, to kind of go into this film and have no idea what to expect. Um, just because I'm like, I didn't think you would like it and you ended up liking it. I thought most people would like it. Most people have been kind of mixed on it. So we will see, uh, how I like it. I, we'll either I, do. I have no idea
1: what to expect from
0: your, f- from me. Your viewing. I have no idea. I really oh, don't.
1: Man. Like this is one that's like, because I can't believe that people are disliking this after complaining uh-huh. about wanting something a little different. Uh huh. Um, and maybe it's not different enough. Maybe that's why they're complaining or right. maybe it's just that's, not. That's, not the, might
0: be, that's kind of my slight fear, but we'll see. Maybe, but maybe it will.
1: It, Eric, it's yeah. very different, okay, <laughs> but it's still got enough elements. It's like this is still Marvel, uh-huh. but it is very Quite different. different. Like, like yeah. it, it feels like a mini series, but you are gonna have to sit there for one sitting. <laughs> nice. Maybe that's the issue people had. Yeah, <laughs> it could be, it could be. But no yeah. one mentions pacing. I, I haven't seen people mention pacing as a problem, except for one person at work. did, I guess they're, yeah. but they thought the whole thing was boring. Mm. But then another the person at work loved it, so.
0: I'm not, I don't think I'm going to find it boring. I, I doubt that's going to be my issue. We'll we'll see. I, I, I'm very interested um, to see it. We'll either do that Marvel versus Men. It depends if I can get to see it uh, before we record our next episode or not. But we'll do it within the next couple of weeks here for sure.
1: Okay. Sounds cool. good.
0: All right. Well, this has been a good one. I've liked yeah. Alex, as always. And a long one. It.
1: Oh, yeah. And a long one. It was a long one. It was a long one. It was longer <laughs> than a normal episode. Oh yeah. As always, (laughs) try to stay alive.